Welcome to the Urban Grace Weekly Podcast. Urban Grace is an inclusive ecumenical church in the heart of downtown Tacoma, Washington, that seeks to be a spiritual home for folks from all sorts of backgrounds. Come check us out Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. at the corner of 9th and Market. And of course, there are more details at urbangrace.org. Morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, the Beatitudes. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up a mountain. He sat down and his disciples came to him. He taught them, saying, Happy are people who are hopeless, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happy are people who grieve, because they will be made glad. Happy are people who are humble, because they will inherit the earth. Happy are people who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, because they will be fed until they are full. Happy are people who show mercy, because they will receive mercy. Happy are people who have pure hearts, because they will see God. Happy are people who make peace, because they will be called God's children. Happy are people whose lives are harassed, because they are righteous, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happy are you when people insult you, and harass you, and speak all kinds of bad things and false things about you, all because of me. This is the word of the Lord. Would you please pray with me? Good and gracious God, we gave thanks for your presence that saturates the whole world, that fills our lives Uh, inside and out. And we pray that today as we hear your word, we will feel that presence and it may inspire us and affect all of our lives. Amen. So uh, a couple years ago, I was in my weekly like pastors group and someone asked, if you were to be the patron saint of something, what would it be? And I had no idea uh, what to answer. The only thing I could think of was, like, maybe I could be the patron saint of people who run in the woods. Yeah, it uh, seems obscure. But I thought, you know, what? Well, I love running in the woods, and it's a pretty spiritual experience. But as it turns out, there's already a patron saint for runners. In fact, there is a patron saint for everything. And I mean everything. There are so many saints that I thought it would be fun to to test our knowledge of the saints and play a little game of guess the patron saint. Here's how it works. I am going to name a saint, and y'all are going to guess their patronage. So up first, we have Saint Benedict of Nursia. So I ask you, is Saint Benedict the patron saint of... Tired parents, or the patron saint of firemen, or perhaps is Saint Benedict the patron saint of spelunkers? All right, so which is it? What do you think? If you guessed spelunkers, you'd be correct. Yeah, that's right. All right, up next we have Saint Germain Cousine. Is Saint Germain 
the patron saint of women from rural areas, or the patron saint of invincible people, or the patron saint of people who are afraid of caterpillars. So, so which is it? What do you think? Well, uh, this one's a little bit confusing because invincible people do have a patron saint. It's Saint Dracinius. And uh, people who are afraid of caterpillars, don't worry if you're one of them. You have a saint in Saint Magnus, which, of course, means that Saint Germain is the patron saint of women from rural areas. All right, I'll do one more. We have Saint Fiacre. Is Saint Fiacre the patron saint of gardeners? Or is he the patron saint of taxi drivers? <laughs> yeah, firefighters aren't the only ones with a calendar. <laughs> or is Saint Fiacre the patron saint of people suffering from hemorrhoids? <laughs> Which is it? All three, actually. I don't uh, wish to know how one becomes the patron saint of gardeners, taxis, and people with hemorrhoids. It, it seems like the most random grouping of people. But Saint Fiacre has nothing on Saint Drogo. No one sainted quite like Drogo. Saint Drogo is the patron saint of coffee houses, midwives, mute persons, cattle, and unattractive people. <laughs> and, and while we're having some fun with this, there are actually stories behind all these, like Drogo. He was a 12th century saint who gave away all his wealth. Uh, but Drogo had a terribly deformed face, and no one in his town wanted to be around him, so they made him live in a tower outside of town. So now, he's the patron saint for people who feel ostracized by society because of the way they look. And as a patron saint, Drogo's like a heavenly advocate for people on earth. He knows what it's like to feel outcast. So he is in heaven praying for those who suffer the same fate. <coughs> So we remember St. Drogo on April 16th, which is the day that the Roman Catholic Church has named as his saint day. Because that's another thing about all the saints. All the saints have a feast day or a saint day when they're remembered. But that's, uh, there are a couple issues with that. One is there are about 900 sort of official canonized saints, which is far more than we have days. And this is sort of confusing because we have two different definitions of a saint. The first definition is people who are officially canonized by the Roman Catholic Church for preeminent holiness. And, and these saints, like, like Romero, uh, they each are a patron saint of different things and they each have a saint day. But then there's the other kind of saint, people like you and me. The word saint simply means holy person, or maybe rather, someone who's becoming holy. And in the New Testament, 
Christians call one another saints. So, like, all Paul's letters are addressed to the saints in Philippi, Corinth, wherever. So when we use the word saint, we could be referring to famous Christians, or we could be referring to the holy people who've made an impact on our lives. Those everyday saints are often people that society never acknowledged, but people who showed love and grace to us. Or, or maybe these everyday saints had some, some demons they battled, and those demons caused the world to judge them harshly. In one sense, these are sort of like the forgotten sense. But they're not forgotten by the people who love them, and they're certainly not forgotten by Jesus. Our scripture for all saints is a reminder of how much Jesus valued the everyday saints. It comes from Matthew 5, where Jesus is he's just about to preach the Sermon on the Mount. And, and this is like his big moment. It's the sermon where Jesus lays out why he came to earth and what the incarnation means for us. But before he starts teaching about morals or his mission, Jesus teaches about people. He says, blessed are the people who feel hopeless. Blessed are people who grieve. Blessed are people who are humble. Blessed are people who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are people who show mercy. Blessed are people who have pure hearts. Blessed are people who make peace. Blessed are people who are harassed. Jesus begins his most important sermon of his ministry by naming the people he loves, the poor, the overlooked, the kind, the broken, the peacemakers, and the marginalized. Jesus wants, to know, wants them to know that, that beyond a shadow of a doubt, they're important enough to be acknowledged and recognized by the Messiah. And these are the saints. These are the saints that we remember on All Saints Day, not the, the famous saints with miracles. Today we remember the saints the world overlooked. As, as Pastor Nadia Bowles-Weber says, All Saints Day is not for celebrating the superhuman faith of a powerful and select few, but for celebrating God's ability to use flawed people to do divine things. And we've, we've all had these people in our lives. They, they might be friends or family members, or those that we didn't know personally, but, but we want to remember because they're important to us. So on All Saints Day, we name these saints we've lost and we remember them. But, the saints I remember on All Saints Day are, are people who shaped me and people who I've, I've loved and people who've loved me and some folks who I've never met but whose spiritual wisdom lived on in me today. All Saints Day is an opportunity to say thank you for the life of a loved one 
And it's an acknowledgement of both a loved one's physical absence and their spiritual presence. It's sort of like saying, I know you're gone and I miss you, but you also seem to be alongside me every step of the way. It's a day when we pause and recognize the the spiritual presence of those who have died. And and when we do do that, it it actually has an effect on us. It, It reminds us that the world didn't begin with us, that we're not along as alone as we walk through the world, and that we won't be lost after we die. There are saints who came before us, saints who walk alongside us, and saints who have yet to be born. We're we're surrounded by this great cloud of saints, and, and their spiritual presence continues to live on in our lives and in our church. As we remember those who've gone before us, it's an opportunity to to claim the faith that we will not be lost when we ourselves die. I I actually think it's a great sort of picture of what the Bible is describing when it refers to eternal life, a life that's real and rich and spiritual and not confined to biological death. Just as these saints live on, so will we. So today we remember. We take one day out of the year to name the saints and give thanks to God for their lives. You received a white ribbon in your bulletin today. In just a moment, we'll ask you to write the name of a saint you'd like to remember. Write someone in your life who's died that you'd like to acknowledge as a saint. Brad will come up and we'll play some music. And then you'll pass in these ribbons in the offertory and we'll have a liturgy. We'll open with prayer together. Then we'll read aloud the names of the saints we want to remember. And we'll tie those ribbons onto the banner that adorns our communion table. This will be a time of prayer and reflection And and it'll probably be joyful for some and a time of mourning for others. So no matter what you feel, there's space for you. You're welcome to feel any emotions you feel. On All Saints Day, there's room for everyone at the table. So as we uh, go on to to pray for these saints and name those that we've loved, will you join me in prayer? Lord, we give you thanks for all of the saints who walked down the hallways of our lives. We give you thanks, O God, for their hands lifted in prayer. Whether they were manicured hands or hands stained with grease and soil, whether they were strong hands or hands gnarled with age, they were holy hands. So we thank you, God, for the hardworking saints and the saints who were given no opportunity to work. We thank you for the saints we name today and the saints we have forgotten. For all your saints, we give thanks. Amen.